welcome back to the Functional Spirituality Podcast. My name is Ava, and today I'm continuing with part three of the MindWork series. So today we're going to chat about what hypnosis is. And this is a really interesting idea for me. I remember when I first learned about the mind and how yogis were doing mind work, meditating, trying to control the reality, trying to manifest different experiences, doing all kinds of magical yogi things. I was super intrigued. But my first real experience for it and when it first hit me was when I did my own self-hypnosis tape maybe around eight or nine years ago. I'd pulled a book off one of my teacher's shelves and it was on how to create your own self-hypnosis. And I remember reading the book, recording a tape on my little phone at that time on a voice memo and then playing it back to myself and listening to it. So I followed the instructions that I'd given. I relaxed and I count, counted numbers and I did a body scan. And the next thing that I heard was three, two, one, wide awake. And I'd woken up to my instructions of coming back out of the hypnosis. And I was amazed that the experience had worked. And I was amazed that I was able to drop myself in and pull my back, myself back out of a hypnotic trance. So hypnosis is a state of mind that is relaxed and open to suggestion. And let's recap a little bit about what we're speaking about when we talk about the mind. And so we've previously broken it into two parts, the subconscious and the conscious mind. The conscious mind being everything that is above the surface of our awareness, all of the thoughts, all of the images, all of our personal thoughts, anything that is basically being thought of through words and all of our conscious inquiry, the questioning, the imagination, where the subconscious mind is everything below the surface. So all of the involuntary and automatic functions of our body are organized and regulated through the processing power of our subconscious mind. It doesn't speak in words. It doesn't have any thoughts in there. It's almost not what we would normally even consider to be the mind. It's actually more of the body and the intelligence, the memory, the experiencing, the messaging of our body in this moment. So our conscious mind creates time. It imagines the future and it also imagines the past. So normally we consider, it's actually a misconception that our brains function like a library and all of our memories are stored like books on the shelves. However, all of our memories are actually imaginations exactly the same way that we imagine the future. We imagine or recreate the past as memories based on our impressions and experiences. Our map of reality and the subconscious mind are primarily considered with our survival and the basic functioning of our bodies, where the conscious mind is related to our evolutionary advantage, our capacity to problem solve, to imagine way into the future, 
and to anticipate and adapt to different challenges in our environment. And this conscious mind and the frontal cortex, the new brain of the human being, is a huge development which has led us to conquer and be able to survive in any part, any place of the entire surface of the earth. However, that immense capacity to be able to adapt, the fact that our conscious mind is an open mind, an open system, it does pose a risk. It needs, it's only one of our advantages and strengths. We need stability and structure to be able to move through our worlds in an efficient way. It would be a waste of energy and almost impossible to continuously reevaluate who we are, what the environment is, what the objects are, who the people are, what our relationships are like, what this means, what that means, what all of the meaning that we take from our environment is given to us through our map of reality. So there is a basic structure and basic set of assumptions and beliefs that help us to navigate the world so we don't need to continuously reassess everything in each moment. So there are certain things that you understand to be safe. For example, your bedroom in your house, when you lay down your head onto your pillow at night, you trust that that's a safe space. You assume that it's a safe space and it would be right to do so on most evenings, if not all, in, in your particular town. However, as we have spoken about before, the map of reality has formed at an early age when the structures of the old brain were developing and fully formed, which is through the ages from zero to seven. Whereas the conscious mind the personal experience, our individual goals and wishes have been creating and developing for our entire lives. And according to recent science, our cortex, this new brain related to conscious thought, only develops fully between the ages of 20 to 25 in human beings. Meaning that a lot of the programs that have been set in place into our unconscious mind in our map of reality are put in place to help us to survive and to run the basic functioning needed to survive. Our conscious mind now, for most of us, especially if you're listening to this show, your conscious mind now is, as an adult is interested in optimal living. And because of that, we're going to need to somehow access the map of reality and the beliefs and the assumptions that have developed in our formative years. Not only are they unconscious and running the show, but because they're in our subconscious mind, we also lack the capacity to know what all of these programs are. Remember, they're not thoughts. Thoughts are what is in the conscious mind. But there's these deeper assumptions and beliefs, understandings, and agreements that we have in our subconscious mind that we really want to have access to and we want to be able to change and configure so that they line up with the conscious mind. Remember the conscious mind, although it's your everything above the surface and what you can be aware of and 
you can change your thoughts and manipulate your thoughts on the surface, remember it's such a small part of the overall functioning of your mind and your brain and your experience. Most of your experience is unconscious. Most of it is being run on autopilot and is contributing to you being able to navigate your daily life without learning how to drive a car and change the gear stick every time that you step into the vehicle. Remember, the subconscious mind is where the power is, and the conscious mind is where that sense of individual will is, and there's no way of getting willpower without aligning these two forces. There are many ways of connecting the conscious and subconscious mind, and there are many times and activities in which the conscious mind has quietened down and the subconscious mind is more active. Now, of course, the main one is when we're asleep. So when we're asleep, the conscious mind goes to sleep and the subconscious mind is fully functioning and our awareness moves more into the subconscious mind, into the dreams where nothing really makes sense. And although it's abstract and obscure in the dreams, it's nevertheless still a form of intelligence and it isn't linear in the way our conscious mind is, the way that we're normally used to and what we're normally aware of, which is the linear thoughts and thinking. So the name for this is called liminal. So the spaces in between dream state and waking state are the they are the bridges they're the spaces in between the subconscious and conscious mind so we really want to be able to access those in between states those different brain states and in those brain states in those in between stages the liminal phases this is where we can give our subconscious mind suggestions and the subconscious mind will be awake available active and receptive to suggestions. So one of the main things we need to consider from a more scientific standpoint is the brain waves and the brain wave activity. So these can be measured and you may be familiar with the alpha and theta brain waves. So alpha and theta brain waves are brain states that are conducive to learning and are extra receptive to information. In our day-to-day lives, in waking state, the brain waves are in beta. And in beta is where the thoughts are running as normal, which is a little bit we might consider on overdrive. So the thoughts are moving quickly all around, assessing the situation, thinking about all kinds of different things about the future and the past. That's the beta brain waves. Alpha and theta states are much more relaxed. And what we're going to be looking for creating and cultivating is that relaxed brain state in order to prepare ourselves to receive suggestions more fully. So in summary, our subconscious mind is not far away from us. Yes, the structures of the brain that are related to it have already formed. However, The subconscious mind is here with us in every moment. It's running our body. It's the processing power behind the thoughts that are actually affecting the type of conscious thoughts that we have 
and the type of conscious experiences and interpretations that we have. So actually a very easy way of seeing what is in our subconscious mind is by having a good hard look at the types of thoughts that we have because they're coming from our map of reality. The map of reality is really the substratum of our experience and through liminal phases we have the capacity to look at, understand, and affect our subconscious mind programming. In the next episode, it's going to be my pleasure to share with you how I create self-suggestion tapes and the many things that I've learned over the years about how to make them more efficient. I wouldn't be creating self-suggestion tapes and continuing this practice for over eight years if I didn't find valuable results inside of my body, my experience, and inside my life. So I really look forward to sharing more about this in the next episode. If you're not aware, we also have a Facebook group, so you can search Functional Spirituality, and in this group, I'll be offering a free workshop about meditation and the mind and healing in the next couple of weeks. So be sure to search Functional Spirituality, and I look forward to supporting you over there as well. This show is dedicated to creating wholeness and satisfaction through higher education. I recommend you go back into the app and subscribe to the podcast. The very nature of the spiritual path is cultivating an experience that lifts you up. And this small step can do just that. You can also discuss your insights and the subject matter with friends. Thank you for listening and for cultivating wisdom.